Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast. You're tuned into that amazing place where all the Jesus-y stuff and all the nerdy stuff come together and thumb wrestle themselves into oblivion. My name is Tony T, and we are so glad that you're listening uh, to the Nerd of Godcast. We are appreciative of all of our listeners out there in the Nerd of God squad. You are our best friends in the whole wide world. We are now extending our arms together, each of us, and we are embracing you with the voice of love going around the table tonight with me as always is producer steve-o aloha aloha oi how you doing steve-o muy bien uh, okay you can't switch from polynesian to uh south of the border there that well quick, that's right? all i know oh, okay. i know aloha i know hello and goodbye aloha and aloha well maybe aloha means i've been doing good also i don't know okay. i want to know i know more spanish than polynesian and, and the eskimos have 49 words for snow uh, well, great. Uh, moving around, we have uh, the big man himself, Quentin Gregory Neff. Guten Tag. Guten Tag. E Bumblebee Tuna. I don't know. That's all I got to. Apparently, I tapped out when Steven did. Tori is not here with us tonight. I can, I, and this, if you listen quietly, is the sound of all of our listeners switching over to another podcast. But uh, for those of them that that were either couldn't reach the button or were faithful enough to stay on, we are or just weren't paying attention, or just weren't paying attention. <laughs> we are proud to introduce uh, a guest tonight. We'd have a very special guest sitting in the Tory seat, bringing 100% pure, unadulterated fun. Let's give it up for the captain, Jackie Wilson. Ahoy! Ahoy! <laughs> I guess that's a captainy thing to say. Jackie, this is your first time on the show. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um. Well. I am currently in college right now for music education. I'm a big band nerd, as well as I love Legend of Zelda and God. So, so that's, that's a thing. So and Captain America. And Ca- yes, she loves Captain America. Cap is Bay. Uh, <laughs> and I, Doctor I, Who. I guess we haven't really um, we, we've not really addressed the fact that there's a huge nerd contingency of, of just band nerds out there. Yeah, that's something we probably haven't really really tapped into. Um, what makes a band nerd the best kind of nerd, in your opinion, Jackie? Ooh. Um, <laughs> Put it right on the spot. Yeah, why not? I'm surprised you haven't had to answer this question before. No one's ever asked me this question before. Like, I mean, think thinking back to like all the times that I've had doing band stuff, like especially in high school, is they're just a bunch of dorks. Like, but we're a fun dork. Like, I don't know. I think that if I was a superhero, I'd want my name to be Fun, fun dork. dork. Yeah. Fun dork. <laughs> no, that's like your elf name. That's my elf <laughs> name. I am Fun Dork of the Hill People. <laughs> okay. Well, Jackie, it's a it's a treat to have you with us tonight. Thank you for uh, being our special guest for this special episode. This is episode 15.1, uh, and uh, tonight we're talking about love. 15 love. What, 15 love. Well, we're, we're going to be, because it's a Valentine's week, right? Yeah. It's a, this you know, Sunday is Valentine's Day. It is coming up on Valentine's Walking Day. Walking dead? Um, I don't know that I feel that kind of love, but uh, Valentine's Day, the time of the year when a young person's thoughts turn to those of fancy and their hearts turn towards romance and chocolate somehow gets a little extra pricey. Yeah. 
Until the, Until day, the day after. after. Yeah. <laughs> Until the day after. Like, I'm looking forward and to then that day. You start cleaning up on them peanut butter eggs. Or wait, that's Easter. And then peanut butter hearts. <laughs> peanut butter Santa. You're Claus just ready is, for the Cadbury mini listen, eggs. To, I, that Cadbury to mini eggs came sale. out. I saw the Cadbury mini eggs. I was I was with you, and you're like, gotta keep going. I gotta, gotta keep, keep moving. Going. <laughs> Cadbury mini eggs are my jam. Uh, I wait all year long until the Cadbury mini eggs come, and then I indulge uh, with reckless abandon. See, I like the uh, Reese's eggs. I grew up on those, now, or, the, or like the gum gum eggs. Now, let, 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 let me address this because we're you know you're you're a band nerd, Jackie, but mm-hmm. I'm a candy nerd. Okay. Okay. I play no musical instrument, but I know my way around a sweets aisle. I kind of play an instrument. Well, you kind of play kinda. an instrument. What <laughs> instrument do you kind of? I play. I play no <laughs> instrument. Kind of play a lot. But we uh, <laughs> we we when we get it to the candy time uh, and we. Did you just like jump in the middle of my conversation to ask her what instrument she plays? Maybe. <laughs> Why would you tangent that when I was in the middle of making a statement? You took a tangent from his tangent. How dare you, Steven? We You're can, fired. Sorry. We can keep going. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> uh, now, I like candy a lot. And mm. I, I think that Reese's peanut butter cups are the most overrated mainstream candy available on the market today. Now, I'm not saying that chocolate and peanut butter aren't a magical combination, but I would agree with Stephen. I think that the peanut butter eggs bring a better chocolate to peanut butter ratio. So, I'm putting that out there. Any- I think it's because it's more peanut butter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, so anybody, that's why I like anybody it. Anybody wants to call me out or anybody wants to tell me that I'm wrong about the peanut butter cups, bro, bring your A game because I will straight up game. Willy Wonka smack you right back to the toothpaste aisle, all right? See, like, I feel bad because... And I've given you guys this story before, but like I don't like peanut butter. Oh but yeah. like I have I have mm-hmm. a legit reason for not liking peanut butter. When I was little, I went through this phase where I ate nothing but PBJ sandwiches for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for like three months straight. And so now I'm kind of eh on peanut butter. There's very occasionally I can have like a Reese's cup, but like for the most part, I'm not not big on peanut butter. A what? You can have a what? A Reese's cup. Okay. Reese's All right. Let me just let me. Steven, I just gotta stop you right there. Steven, I'm gonna okay. go smack you. No, that was more. That was worse. The so Reese's. So you annoy Tony. It, the, the Reese's peanut butter cup. It, it is Reese apostrophe s. You know, like Reese's. It oh, is a, a peanut butter cup that belongs to Reese. Oh, okay. it, it is not Reese's, Reese's pieces. Reese's pieces. I will come over there and I will I will Willy Wonka smack you. I always say Reese's pieces. He'll, they are he'll Reese's sure. pieces. Wait, no, he'll make sure there's peanut butter cup and Reese's pieces. Reese's like pieces. Butter, so it it's Reese's pieces. Is subject for there's me also to saying smack it's a you. I, I just can't. I can't. I can't even. It's a, a strange, a strange pet peeve for me. But Reese's. Pieces. That, it sounds cute. What about Rice's Pices? I mean, why you can't. Not? Why? That yeah. Why gross. not? Because it's why not that? correct. I don't want a Rice's Pices. Rice's Pices sounds like my uh, Chinese astrological symbol. You know, I'm a Rice's Pisces. I don't even know. <laughs> You're a racist. Are you Pisces? No, I don't. <laughs> what are you? I don't know. No, I'm, Something. I'm, He's I'm, a very I'm a natural born. Uh, Pisces. I just I just look forward to <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I just got that joke. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I get it. Uh, I just I look forward to uh, the day after holidays for candies because you get the discount, and then my mom works at Walgreens, so I get her employee discount on top of it. So oh. I'm like all up in that candy. And yet, Jackie, you still weigh 80 pounds. I, it's weird, isn't it? That's strange. It's She's the fattest kid I know. You know what you need to do? What? Eat more peanut butter. Oh. So <laughs> let's. Uh, we want to acknowledge. That's super healthy. That's right. If you if you have a favorite candy out there or a favorite holiday candy, something that you uh, are angry that I just insulted or something that we failed to mention, please let us know. The best way to let us know is by contacting us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Nerd of Godcast, on Facebook.
Facebook at Nerd of Godcast. You can find us on the Instagram at Nerd of Godcast, or you can visit us on our website, nerdofgodcast.com. Uh, you can also email us. That's nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you, see all the fun things that you're up to in exchange whimsical and entertaining animated gifts with you so connect with us on social media today speaking of twitter we uh we're gonna do a little twitter game today in Ooh. honor of valentine's day and i want to see if you guys can maybe uh give us some examples for us now this is something that we i haven't prepped you on you don't know this is coming so you're gonna have to put on your quick thinking hats oh, no. all right this is a game we're gonna call tweet heart and what you're gonna do is you're going to tweet your very best nerdy pickup line. Oh. All right, this is uh, this is the season for it. All right, it's Valentine's Day coming up, and you know maybe some some of our nerd of Godcast crew here might be looking for some good ideas. Real quick, who who is single on our, our nerd of Godcast crew? Uh, well, I didn't say show of hands, I mean, <laughs> but that is a that is a, a reluctant hand raise from Stephen, a depressing hand raise from Neff, and a big smile and a head bob from Jackie, who <laughs> yeah. apparently finds. Single life, very freeing. It's not, it's not smile. It's just like we're all single, we're except all you. Single and, and ready to Tor- Christian oh, and mingle. Single. Yeah, Tori's not. But Tori's, Tori's not, not here, here right now. Tori's yeah, but I don't want here. anyone getting the wrong idea out there. It's I'm, ta- like she I'm can't taking. Speak for herself. She I'm must taking be your spot, Tori. Tori, and she's taking your spot, but she's singling it out. So, uh, so single or not, uh, we're going to give you guys an opportunity to share your best nerdy pickup lines. All you have to do is tweet them to us at Nerd of Godcast and use the hashtag #PickupNOG. That way we can see that you are committing to uh, the relationship that we're asking you to enter into of this Twitter contest. And uh, once we're in a committed Twitter contest relationship, we will pick the one that is the very best. It's like our own episode of The Bachelor uh, without all the creepy smooching and uh, shallowness. And uh, then we will pick the winner. We'll give you guys something for free from our Nerd of God stash. Uh, real quick, just looking around the table, let's see who, who has a nerdy pickup line that you might be able to inspire us with. Jackie? Are you a weeping angel? Because I can't take my eyes off you. Oh! oh. Don't blink. Very nice. Drop the mic. <laughs> Steven? Um, you must be traveling at light speed because time stops when I look at you. It's different, nerdy. It's physics. It's relatively. I, nerdy. I thought you were going uh, for Back to the Future. Relatively, relatively. Okay, I like that. The, I like that. Mm. You're grounded. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Neff, do you have one for us? Um, I'd make the Kessel Run in eleven parsecs for you. Wow. Wow. Uh, you know, bro, I, I don't see any Wookiee being able to resist your advances after that. <laughs> I don't know if I can actually go that fast. <laughs> well, you know, it's the promises, isn't it? Isn't that what romance is? Promises you have no intention of keeping? Uh, I think that's po- uh, politics. No. Well, you know, six of one. Same thing. That's what I'm Whoa. It's all about getting in office. That's what that's what it's all about. <laughs> Oval-shaped? Occasionally. So uh, I don't think that I have a nerdy pickup line. Um because you're already married, you don't need one. I don't need one. That's right. Something <laughs> happens. Like my my game just went away. It was like we we put it in the she, box. Sheena took it. It's in the attic, and we we require it no longer. So um, very good. So so tweet us your best nerdy pickup line. That's hashtag pickup nog. I cannot wait to see some of the fun stuff that the Nerd of God Squad comes up with. Um, so let's get right into a game. Uh, again, this is Valentine's themed. Our our episode is all about love tonight. So I am going to uh, see if you guys can help me out with this fun little game that we're going to call Skirrell. Skirrell. What? Skirrell. Oh, of, of This is what I need. What do you guys have? You have a pen and piece of paper. Could you just write this down? S C I 
R Y L. S C I R Y L. What does it spell backwards? Lyrics. That's <laughs> right, because we're going to be dropping some of the most romantic song lyrics ever to grace the airwaves, but I'm going to be sure. giving them to you completely backwards. Oh, no. Mm. So, like words backwards? Words or? backwards. I'm not, I'm not going to spell them. I'm not going to pronounce them backwards. Okay. But backwards, you tell them I will. Uh, something like that. Okay. Uh, we're going to Yoda them, all right? Uh, you get, you'll get the idea. My head hurts. So this is what I want to do. I'm going to begin with a, with a song lyric, okay? Uh, I will begin speaking it backwards. Uh, if you think you know the song, you can ring in. All right. If you get it wrong, you lose a point. All right. So what I'm going to do is I will begin reading the line, the lyrics. You ring in when you think you know what it is. If you get it right, you get a point. You get it wrong, you lose a point. And we laugh at you. <gasps> no. Yeah. So just so Steven's clear on that, because sometimes if you lose the point, he gets a little panicky when that happens. I don't so like losing points. Just be cautious about whether you know them or not. All right. I can take the song title if you know the artist. That'll be a good bonus, too. But. Um, just do your best you can. Just give me the information that you need, okay? Here we go. You with world new whole A in. Uh, I got Steven. A whole new world. Uh, the Aladdin that soundtrack. Is a whole new world. Very good. All right. <laughs> Second one is this. Two way same the feel you that hope. I, you, like someone for prayed, I, life, my all. Someone like you. You found. All my life. All my life. That's the one. for someone like you. (laughs) And I thank God that I I finally No singing at the table, Steve. I don't know that song. (laughs) It's Casey and JoJo. Casey and JoJo. I was about to say it. I was trying to, in my mind, decide. You don't get bonus points for knowing. All right, here we go. (laughs) I thought you said you did. Question number three. Does not matter. <clears throat> I just like being mean to you. Heart, my, in, missing, something, theirs. Are, you, where, there, be, can't, I, why, me, tell. With, walk, to, need, I, feeling, the, this, is. Lonely, being, of, meaning, the, me, show. Show me the meaning of being lonely. That's show correct. Me, oh my gosh. <laughs> that was a long one. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> that was a that was a long one. It was shorter than the Casey and JoJo one. Definitely. All right. And who was that by? Uh, Show me the meaning. It's Backstreet Boys. It's Backstreet Boys. All right. That one Backstreet All right. Boys. Is your buzzer working now? I don't know though. I don't know. I, I feel bad because it's like I listened to Backstreet Boys all the time when I was younger. I should have known that. But do you listen to the Backstreet Boys backwards? No, I don't. See, that's the real because trick. Because I'm I'm a human being. I'm more of NSYNC. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, you know that. Was all right. What was that? Got a couple more here. We'll see what works out. All right. Me and you to belong. We be us. Let should all they when down us breaking fools of world. <laughs> Uh, 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 the Bee Gees. Uh, uh, how deep is your love? That is correct. <laughs> Go okay. Very nice. Breaking us down. <laughs> That's what got me. I was like, you're speaking quickly, so it's like I'm trying to like you. I'm trying to like listen to you and try to rearrange the words in my yeah, head. But I guess if I want to slow, they'd probably I'm just be easier. All right. <clears throat> and you come to me on a submarine. Home. B. To seem never. You call I when but. Done, I've that everything, for sorry, I'm you, tell two. Times thousand, a called must have, I side other the from hello. 
Neff. Hello, Adele. Yeah, that's it's correct. As soon as you said, as soon as you said hello, I was like, ah! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love that album. Very good. Sorry, album that, that love I. Here we go. Stop it. Love called thing little crazy. Crazy little thing about called love. By that's Queen. correct. You... Crazy little thing called love. Or Michael Bublé, depending on how throw my your buzzer feel your is. Head. Sorry. Not really. I love that's you. Nice. <laughs> that, that's nice. That's nice. All right. You got a, I think I just got three more. We'll go, we'll go quick here. Uh, so far, the score is Stephen three, Neff, or excuse me, Stephen four, Neff two, Jackie, nothing. Nope. So you'll get one, Jackie. No, you're, I won't. You're doing a good job holding down for Tori. <laughs> there it is. Don't clap with your There it buzzer. is. That's how you get Neff my buzzer. Goes off right that's, the only, that's the only time I'm going to hear my buzzer is if I clap it. <laughs> Because I obviously don't know love songs. Love, endless my. Endless love. That's it. My endless love. I have a wonderful story about endless love from karaoke night when I was in college. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I like this story. No, I, I won't share it. Every time, time I hear endless time. love, I think Another of Beethoven's time. second. Yeah. Because that's what they used in that movie. All right, here we go. <clears throat> yes. Say just baby story love a it's Taylor Swift love story. That is correct. <laughs> so Neff's got the Bee Gees, Adele, and Taylor Swift. <laughs> I like the good stuff. <laughs> All right. I'm a sucker. <clears throat> B to meant just were I and you explanation one but have can synchronization mental are uh, uh, it's frozen. It's, uh... <laughs> oh! oh! I'm oh. gonna steal... <laughs> Jackie Wait, now I don't know the name of the song. song. I know it. I know it. If you can't get it. Uh, um, uh. <laughs> yep, sorry. I, I got it. Heard Jackie ring in okay. first. No! She can't remember the Crap. name of it. Hold on. Uh, I've only seen Frozen, like, twice. Gotta give me something. Uh, for the first time. Nope. It's a song about love. Let it go. Nope. No, it's not let it go. Just open up your mind. Uh, love is an open door. Love is go. an open door. Jackie's on the board. Yay. Congratulations. <laughs> Stop clapping with the pleasure. All right. That's that, that's it. I think we're going to put this game away forever. Yes, I got a point. <laughs> I liked that game. Yes. Did you like that? that? Yeah. It's, uh, it's strangely, more? Let's do some more. strangely soothing to uh, read backwards like that. It's really weird. Well, you, you, you read it like in a way that was making it even harder. Like, oh, yeah. I and you, I, we, I. Was try to make it easy. Did it so much. All right, so Stephen five, Jackie one, Neff three. I think that was a really good job. Good okay. job, and uh, Jackie, great job. Mucho funo. It down. Aloha, oi. Yeah. Very good. Um, before we get into our talk tonight, I want to take a quick second and look back at uh, this week's The Best Thing Ever. Best Thing Ever is a contest that we run online, and uh, every week you get a chance to vote for one of two characters that we put in fictional battle with each other. Your votes determine the outcome of the winner. Uh, so far, we've had uh, in, in our best thing ever, it's been Mechas versus Kaiju. And uh, last week was a, a highlight week when we had Balrog from The Lord of the Rings fighting against Sin from Final Fantasy X. And your votes have come in, and it was a decided victory. When a problem comes along, you must whip it. Balrog, Balrog. for the win. 
Okay. Put your buzzer, Put your buzzer down, Neff. <laughs> Thank you, Neff. We love you, Neff. Um, I had somebody communicate to me. He's like, oh, I wanted to vote for Sin so bad, but they like the polls closed right before I gotta, could go you vote. You got to get on it quick for the best thing ever. Uh, so Sin uh, Sin did not win. At what Even one vote would not have helped at all. Balrog takes the win away. Tonight, we've got a very interesting one, and I think this is going to be one that's going to be rife with controversy. So this will be one that you're going to want to watch. You're going to want to get to and vote for early. This is going up online on a new release Tuesday. And that is tonight's best thing ever. Mecha Godzilla versus the Megazord. Oh, no. We've got the giant <laughs> mechanical version of Godzilla versus the Gestalt of the Power Rangers. Uh, Neff, what do, you, what do you think, man? Mechagodzilla versus the, the Megazord. Um, oh, goodness, that's hard. Because I've seen, I've seen the Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla movie. Mechagodzilla's lo- pretty beast. Yeah, but so is Megazord. Yeah. Megazord is pretty sweet. He's got a sword. He just... Chop-a. Mechagodzilla shoots lasers out of his mouth hole. So so does every other villain that Megazord giant faces. nullifying lasers. Well, he, well, you can the Megazord can then break apart into the separate Zords and surround it and then take it down. Form of Triceratops. That, that's not you don't say form of this and that. Form of those are, device. They are not DC characters. They don't say form of. They just go Tyrannosaurus. See, I didn't really. I didn't watch this from Power Rangers, right? Yes, it is. From yeah, Power see, Rangers. I didn't watch Power Rangers growing up, so like I'm kind of one side on. Yeah, I'm sorry too. It's okay. There's like 95 versions of it. That's yeah. okay. Jaguar. No, it's not. That's not it. <laughs> and this is an interesting thing. I, I I didn't realize this, and kind of looking up online real quick, I wanted to see the height difference because I know that that Mechagodzilla is a large, large monster. Um, do you know how tall the the Megazord is, Stephen? I would guess. Is it? Do I guess by stories or by feet? Uh, well, I have in meters, so I have okay. To, I got to translate meters. Meters real quick. is three feet. What are meters. Meters is three That's feet. No, it's like it's like no, three and some in, change. Well, a yard and a meter are very very close. It's three yeah. and a quarter. But meters are British. I know they don't believe in a metric system. Or can they only believe or in a metric system? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Because America, America. Uh, <laughs> so so how tall how tall do you think did that you, the, the did Megazord you, is? Did you do the thing? Yeah, all, I say all, I, did all, I did the thing. I say... Wrong. I haven't answered yet. <laughs> I haven't answered yet. Stop it. Okay. Um, uh, 212 feet. Give me a number. 212 man. feet. <laughs> I'm just... Ah, I'm just ah, 300 feet. 315 feet. I changed it. 315 feet. My 315 for the Megazord? 212. I'll go back to my original answer. 212 that's, feet. That's boiling point. Uh, how tall do you think Megazord is? I'm going to go... Conservatively, two fifty. Two fifty. I think it's so tall. <laughs> Good job, Jackie. You're exactly right. Yes. Is that an it is. Uh, it is one hundred and thirty-four and a half feet tall. I was right, right Stephen. Okay. One hundred. One hundred thirty-four feet tall. Oh, How tall Mecha is Godzilla? Is one hundred sixty-four oh. feet tall. I'm just so that's about taller than me. And the uh, and just and a little bit. Mecha Godzilla can also fly at speeds up to Mach five. Oh, so the Mecha Godzilla can fly too. At speeds up to Mach 5? I don't know. It didn't fly very far the one time it flew, but it can fly. There's a pterodactyl on it. No, that the pterodactyl is not the wings. The pterodactyl is the chest piece. But in the in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, it did fly, flew into outer space, and knocked a big Ivan ooze into the meteor. Wow! Oh, Power Rangers in outer space. It's a good one. They should make a show about that. Yeah. 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 What, what if they were super samurai police cops, and then they were in outer space? Police also. cops. Police cops. <laughs> police in outer space. Cop, police cops. 
<laughs> okay. Yay. So uh, Mechagodzilla versus Megazord. We can talk about how tall they are. We can talk about how tough they are. But ultimately, the battle will be decided by how much you tweet they are. So I need my brother Micah Sims <laughs> to, to really push on this. He only gets one vote, man. L7, so. let's get this going. Yeah, well, uh, good luck. He has to... influence. He can help us out. <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he will raise up the L7 army. Yeah. And, uh, the L... Come to the, uh, to the mega rescue. The L700. That's, uh, he's got a bunch of teens with tood. Teens with attitude. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's our best thing ever for tonight. We look for. I'm really excited. We're getting near the end of this round. We've only got, I think, one more round following this. If the Megazord get... wins, I'm going to poop myself. If the, wins the whole thing all the way over? Yes. And I will not be there for that. I, I, I don't know. When you, Emotionally which, poop myself. When you look at the Megazord versus the Balrog, I mean, I don't know. Now we're now we're, now we got a stew going. Yes, that's the... <laughs> if so, you have Mecha, Mecha Godzilla versus the Balrog... Yeah, like it's going to be really, really Godzilla. good. Is Godzilla still in this? Uh, no, yeah. Godzilla. Oh. oh, is Godzilla still in it? Yeah, he beat them. I, uh, I, that's right. I, yeah, he King Kong going to beat them. Let's let's look. Godzilla in, could. That means Godzilla is better than King Kong. Godzilla, well, Godzilla is better than King Kong. Godzilla let's just be real. I mean, they, I mean, they have fought him before. I I had that on tape. King yeah. Kong versus Godzilla. So who it. is still in it? We have uh, Godzilla is still in it. The Balrog is still in it. This round is Megazord versus Mega Godzilla, and next round is Giant Krang versus Devastator. Ooh. So it's Ooh. gonna be a it's gonna be a pretty good little fight. I'm I, I if Megazord does beat Mecha Godzilla, it'll have its money going. For I it. would really like to see Megazord versus Devastator. That would be a, mm. a, a pretty and you know what I think the difference is in that fight if that ever happens, they they break apart well, and not, it's just separate parts fighting each other. Not only do they have, I mean, because that would be amazing. Yes, but uh, Devastator is not run by humans. It's not it's no. not operated by people. So will that be to its advantage or, or disadvantage. disadvantage? So that'll be really interesting. So uh, please I'm get there and vote. Please <laughs> just vote in Megazord so we can see that happen. For no, let's veto. I veto this one. He wins already. Let's go. Yeah. So. We're super excited for that, but you know what I'm excited for, Jackie? What? There is a little segment that we do here on the show. It's where all the nerdy news that you can use. This is Neff News. Neff News. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Neff News. My name is Neff. Uh, today's news is brought to you by iPhone Note Font. For when you were playing your new PS4 all day and had to rush Neff News. I mean, for when your printer runs out of ink. Of course. Didn't you make that joke already? Oh yeah, we did. I think that. we lost I that. I forgot that. News. We did. <laughs> like, wait a second. We had that. Uh, Thirteen. You will forget all you have heard. To remember any portion will cause extreme pain. I don't remember anything. Oh wait, what happened? I was like, Jackie's like, I never wait, where happened. am I? Hey, Jackie, look right here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just swamp gas, Jackie. Uh. And here's your news in nerd culture this week. In movie news. Alien Covenant, Kingsman 2, Wolverine 3, and Avatar 2 were announced this week to all start filming this April in order to make the 2017 release dates. I think they should just mess them into one giant movie. And then you get questions like, would Wolverine's adamantium hold against xenomorph acid blood? Ooh. And would a secret agent be able to beat a giant blue Navi in a fist fight? The world may never know. Hmm. I want to see Wolverine versus the aliens. That'd be cool. I'm that would be extremely cool. I'm surprised that's not already like a fan film. They did a Superman versus aliens comic book, which, they, was, which was pretty neat. Didn't they do a? Didn't somebody make a Batman versus Predator? Predator. Yeah, they Ooh, did Batman. Yep. Batman versus Predator was pretty pretty yeah. ballin'. But Superman versus uh, aliens was pretty cool because they they Superman was far away from the Earth's yellow sun, oh. so he didn't have his powers. Oh. So that was interesting. Otherwise, I mean, what could he do? Just like laser beam them all and blow them in space, but. 
cool. I'm really I didn't know about Alien Covenant. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I think it's uh, I was supposed to be uh, Neil Blomkamp was supposed to do it, and then they Ridley Scott's like, no, I must do. This. Please tell me Sigourney Weaver is scheduled to be in it. Please tell me Sigourney Weaver is going to be in it. Please tell me enough. Even if it's not true, just tell me she's going to be in it. Oh, she's going to be in it. Oh, fantastic! Oh, you better believe and she's going to be and in it's, it. It's a direct, from what I understand. It's <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, but she's also going. Is she going to be in Avatar two? Totally. And she's going to be in Ghostbusters 3. Uh, I just want Sigourney Weaver in all the movies. (laughs) Holes do. The new Ghostbusters. Indeed. Indeed. I I saw a preview for uh, Ghostbusters Lego. Uh, the Lego oh, Ghostbusters, and yay. man, I'm just that made me laugh so hard. I love Legos. I love Ghostbusters. I haven't gotten to see the Lego movie yet. Like that <sighs> needs to change. Movie's awesome. We need to go watch it right now. Yes. Neff, the news continues. In video game news, it was released today that Taylor Swift will be getting her own video game, what? reaching a deal with developer Glue Mobile. The developer has said the game will be a quote one of a kind digital gaming experience. Although the game has no release story. I have a feeling the final boss is Kanye West. Just tap the screen to make him let you finish. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I play that game. Just for the little boss level. Nope. Just think about all the DLC boyfriends you can get. Nope. <laughs> John Mayer. Write a song about about this. <laughs> if it's, it's oh like Guitar Hero. Oh my goodness. Except it's the Jackie, game you're, you're the girl ever. voice today. No. Would you buy a Taylor Swift no. game? Okay. <laughs> no. No. No, hate- no offense to any Taylor Swift fans out there, but no. No. Including me. There was a, it's, a celebrity endorsed games are an They're interesting thing. I remember back when the Sega CD came out, and you guys don't remember the Sega CD. It was a compact disc drive that you could add onto your Sega Genesis. They came out with a series of Make My Music video games featuring Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, oh, Chris, Chris Cross, and the CNC Music Factory. And uh, you can make your own little music videos with full motion anime, you know, full motion video clips, and edit it on the fly. And then at the end, the band would come out and tell you that you did a great job or, or that you were terrible at it. Oh. And uh, I remember thinking, wow, this is so awesome that people that I know from real life are in video games. Musicians are so when the Journey arcade machine. When I first saw that, I was like, this is wonderful that there's like musicians and how they're crossing these genres. It's brilliant. And the Aerosmith, uh, was it Revolution X? Do you remember that game where it was an Aerosmith-like shooting game because the, there was a, a an evil regime that was taking over the world and banning all rock and roll? When did so that come out? You had to shoot them pro- before you were born. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I would say early early 90s probably. Now. Oh, I apologize. Sorry, yeah. But it still exists in the world somewhere. Revolution X, but there. And I thought, man, musicians are in games, and that's just such a wonderful thing because I was a child and I didn't know any better. And now there's a Taylor Swift game. And Lord help us. Someone somewhere, a native somewhere, Native American just turns and looks at the camera, and a, a lone <laughs> tear strolls down his cheek. I was gonna say he looks at the camera like Jim from The Office. Oh, just like, gives gives that hmm sort like, of look. Okay. Yeah. So who's who's who is it that's in a video game? Uh, Taylor Swift and Kanye West. Her. Her. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Neff news continues. In comic book news, it was released this week that in the new 2016 Marvel series Civil War II. The main two leaders will be Iron Man and Captain Marvel, who recently became leader of the Space Defense Group Alpha Flight. Speculation has already shown possible rivals for Iron Man in future Civil Wars, such as Captain Britain, Captain Cold, Captain Adam, Captain Hindsight, Christian, aka Captain Charisma, Captain Morgan, Captain Kirk, and of course, Captain Planet. He's a hero. He's got a problem with the captains, doesn't he? Let our powers combine. What? (laughs) (laughs) So not Captain Hook. Not a uh, Captain Jack. <laughs> Dang it. 
And this is That's ben. all I got. <laughs> not, not Captain Canada. Not Captain it? Crunch. Uh. <laughs> and this, this is Ben Nev News. Have a have an energy today and a blessed tomorrow. Thank you, Nev, for all of that. Love is in the air, and I know that you guys can feel it right now. Um, is there anybody that you would like to give a little Valentine shout out to? So you you got the airwaves, you have the microphone. Is there somebody that you'd like to send a little XOXO to right now over the podcast? Steven? My mom. <laughs> That's a safe answer. Yep. Uh, I like to give my shout out to Jesus because he loves me and I love oh, really? him. Really? Wow. Jesus, uh, I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Like you're you're, cl- you're kicking. Oh, sorry, did away. I take your answer? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Jackie. Is there somebody that you would like to give an XOXO to? I love my sister Hannah. She's my best friend. Aww, happy <laughs> oh, happy! God, what the crap, dude? You just sneezed oh. all over my Valentine to my sister. You jerk! I'm sorry. It was, it was either that or sneezing on Jesus. I can't sneeze on Jesus. I can't bless Jesus. He's already blessed me. Can I have a T-shirt that says "Don't sneeze on Jesus"? You can't sleep on Jesus. You can't sneeze on Jesus. You can't do anything to Jesus. Hmm, I just trust on him. Oh, I believe on him. Ooh. I call on him. I rely on him. I depend Preach on him. It. Say it again, Preach sir. It. Yeah. Can I get a witness? We love Hannah. Hannah's a, a delight. Now, I've known She's you and precious. Hannah long enough to know when uh, you would not be giving her X's and O's. No, we hate each other. She'd be giving her fists <laughs> and kicks. What, what changed? What, what, what was the dynamic that, that transformed your relationship? Um, honestly, like we, start, we started watching um, Thor. The, the the first Thor movie we yeah. started watching it and like something just kind of clicked we were like oh yeah we both really like this thing and then she he, he, his name is Chris Hemsworth don't call him this thing yeah this thing, this <laughs> thing. yeah please actually, don't disrespect actually, him actually actually it's Tom Hiddleston oh okay, oh, okay. <laughs> evil that <Bay>. thing <laughs> um but like just those movies um just really kind of brought us together and it was really cool because I used to hate her like a lot. Um, she was annoying and I had to share a room with her and I just, I really, really hated her guts. I convinced her that she was adopted when we were little. Not that there's My anything wrong with that. My big sister did that too. No, no, but mm. she like, she was distraught because she's like, what? I'm adopted? And my dad, my dad was like, um, no, you're not. And then he was like, why would you say that to her? Because you're the evil Cause, sister. Cause yeah, my sister did a lot sister. of evil things to me. She made me think that uh, David Bowie was going to come and steal me. Oh, well, I think you're safe from that now. <laughs> well, now. I, 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 I wish the Goblin King would come and take you away right now. Oh take uh, that back. Yeah, but she no. forced me to watch horror movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm, it's I'm reliving okay. scary you're moments. Are we going to go around the table flashbacks. and talk about how terrible our sisters are? No. Oh no, because Neff's Whitney the oldest brother, mean. so Neff does all the. I have two brothers. Yeah, so your sisters are good. <laughs> all of them. All of them. Every one of them is no, good. I have three sisters, so it's great. You're smack dab in the in the middle of them, huh? Yeah, I'm kind of the older. The upper one, middle. Upper middle. Upper middle yeah, child. I'm the upper middle. I'm the boss. I'm the supreme sister. Oh, you know, the you, oldest oh. one is out of the house. I'm, I'm wondering, like, to the casual listener, She's to somebody who doesn't sister. know that you're one of the most wonderful and sweethearted people that we know, if you're coming across as like a hero or a villain here, <laughs> I'm the best sister. I'm the best one. I really hated her. I, I told to her to punch she, her. No, like, don't we're you cool now. I love, I love her now. One, one day while she was sleeping, I took my pliers and wired her braces shut. She didn't have braces. She would go to save, so I put a pillow on her head. <laughs> Good. Wow. The line. The line. Yeah. The line. Do you stop? crossing lines the, the line's not here tonight oh <laughs> so we uh we're talking about love tonight and and clearly love love is a, a many splendid thing love is all you need all you need is love 
All you need is love. Yeah. So, uh, love is just a game. Yoda, all you all need, need is love. Love is all you need. All you need is love. Love is all you need. All mm. you need is love. All right, love is just a game. I need. I, I need was made for love. I need someone to mute baby. his microphone immediately. Can I hit him? Yeah, please. Yes. You were made for love. Please. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! We're glad that you saw Moulin Rouge, <laughs> with, uh, and now and now you can stop bragging about it. I'm not, I don't brag about that. It's a, it's a fun song. Oh my goodness! I like to brag on my lord. Uh, you know what I'm going to call Tori I'm going to find out where she is and I'm going to go to there and leave you guys to do this I will find you I will find you and I will leave you I will will run to you I will find you so we're going to talk a little bit about love tonight. This is what I want to do. I'm going to go to a test. We're going to test you guys on love. In front of you, you should have a pencil and a sheet of paper. And I'm going to ask you a test. You're going to write down your answers. Okay? And uh, and and what I want you to do is I want you to write down a letter. You're going to write down the letter A, B, C, what could be next? D, and E. All right, so write those letters down, and every time you answer a question that is A or B or C or D, you're going to just put a little tally mark next to that next okay. to that answer, okay? So that way we can keep a score of how many you got in each of those categories, okay? Each, each answer, okay? okay? So we're going to take a test, and this is based on a book uh, called The Five Love Languages. And what we're going to do tonight is we're going to take a test to determine what your love language is. And uh, if you are at home and you want to play along, you can just grab your phone or go on the internet and you can uh, look at the website, five, the number five, love languages. Oh, I opened up my phone and a YouTube video was playing. It was the the kid and play kick step. What? I was trying to explain to a teenager what the kid and play kick step was tonight in youth group. And, uh, and I needed up. to show them via video. Uh, the magic the of the house here? party. Uh, five, the number five, lovelanguages.com. You can take this test along with us at home. Uh, what it basically says is that there are languages that we speak in love, and they're the languages that we hear in love. How do we uh, receive and respond love? And they, they break it down into a couple different categories, and we're going to determine tonight what our best way to understand and interpret love is. Now, there are ways to take this. If you're an adult or if you're a child, they have different ways, different tests that you can take. If you are in a relationship or if you are single, there are different tests you can take. Just for the sake that we could all enjoy it together, I (laughs) went ahead and chose the singles test uh, so that we can all play along. But when you do it at home, please pick the test that is most appropriate for you. Everybody good? Yep. All right. Question number one. It's more meaningful to me when A, someone I love sends me a loving note, text, or email for no special reason, or E, I hug someone I love. Number two, it's more meaningful to me when B, I can spend time alone with someone I love, just us, or D, someone I love does something practical to help me out. Number three, It's more meaningful to me when C. Someone I love gives me a little gift as a token of our love of concern for each other. Or B. I get to spend uninterrupted leisure time with those I love. B. It's more meaningful to me when D. Someone I love does something unexpected for me to help me with a project. Or E. I can share an innocent touch with someone I love. Five, 
It's more meaningful to me when E. Someone I love puts their arm around me in public. Or C. Someone I love surprises me with a gift. Number six. It's more meaningful to me when B. I'm around someone I love even if we're not really doing anything. Or E. I can be comfortable holding hands, high-fiving, or putting my arm around someone I love. You guys doing good on this so far? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seven, it's more meaningful to me when C, I receive a gift from someone I love, or A, I hear from someone I love that they love me. You guys want to give feedback on any of your answers, you're welcome to share your answer. I thought we were waiting for the answer. You could, but I mean, just you know, make it more conversational. I don't know. Eight, it's more meaningful to me when I sit close to someone I love, E. Or A, I'm complimented by someone I love for no apparent reason. That's hard. And it doesn't mean that one instead of the other. It could just mean one, you know, a little bit more. It means a little bit more. Nine, it's more meaningful to me when B, I get the chance to just hang out with someone I love. Or C, I unexpectedly get small gifts from someone I love. Number 10, it's more meaningful to me when A, I hear someone tell me, I'm proud of you. Or D, someone I love helps me with a task. Number 11, it's more meaningful to me when B, I get to do things with someone I love. Or A, I hear supportive words from someone I love. Number 12, it's more meaningful to me when D, Someone I love does things for me instead of just talking about doing nice things. Or E, I feel connected to someone I love through a hug. Number 13, it's more meaningful to me when A, I hear praise from someone I love. Or C, someone I love gives me something that shows they were really thinking about me. Number 14, it's more meaningful to me when B, I'm able to just be around somebody I love. Or E, I get a back rub from someone I love. Yes. <laughs> That's I, I guess that one's, uh, that one's telegraphed there. Number 15, it's more meaningful to me when A, someone I love reacts positively to something I've accomplished. Or D, someone I love does something for me that I know they don't particularly enjoy. Second one, D or B? D. Number 16, it's more meaningful to me when E, I'm able to be in close physical proximity to someone I love. Or B, I sense someone I love showing interest in the things I care about. <clears throat> Number 17, it's more meaningful to me when D, someone I love works on special projects with me that I have to complete. Or C, someone I love gives me an exciting gift. 18, it's more meaningful to me when A, I'm complimented by someone I love on my appearance. Or B, someone I love takes time to listen to me and really understand my feelings. Number 19, it's more meaningful to me when E, I can share a meaningful touch in public with someone I love. Or D, someone offers to run errands for me. Number 20, it's more meaningful to me when D, 
someone I love does something special for me to help me out. Or C, I get a gift that someone I love put thought into choosing. Number 21, it's more meaningful to me when B, someone I love doesn't check their phone while we're talking to each other. Or D, someone I love goes out of their way to do something that relieves pressure on me. Number 22, it's more meaningful to me when C, I can look forward to a holiday because I'll probably get a gift from someone I love. Or A, I hear the words, I appreciate you from someone I love. Just a few left. It's more meaningful to me, number 23, when C, someone I love and haven't seen in a while, thinks enough of me to give me a little gift. Or D, someone I love takes care of something I'm responsible to do that I feel too stressed to do at the time. Number 24, it's more meaningful to me when B, someone I love doesn't interrupt me when I'm talking. Or C, gift giving is an important part of the relationship with someone I love. Number 25, it's more meaningful to me when D, someone I love helps me out when they know I'm already tired. Or B, I get to go somewhere while spending time with someone I love. Number 26, it's more meaningful to me when E, someone I love touches my arm or shoulder to show their care or concern. Or C, someone I love gives me a little gift that they picked up in the course of their normal day. Number 27, it's more meaningful to me when A, someone I love says something encouraging to me. Or B, I get to spend time in a shared activity or hobby with someone I love. Number 28, it's more meaningful to me when C, someone I love surprises me with a small token of their appreciation. Or E, I'm touching someone I love frequently to express our friendship. Number 29, it's more meaningful to me when D, someone I love helps me out, especially if I know they're already busy. Or A, I hear someone I love tell me that they appreciate me. And the last one, number 30, it's more meaningful to me when E, I get a hug from someone whom I haven't seen in a while. Or A, I hear someone I love tell me how much I mean to them. Right, so you should have your list there. Does it look like there's a forerunner for you, a front runner? Three-way tie. Kind of a, a three-way tie. Mm -hmm. That's impossible. Mm -hmm. Wow. Only only three of them. I have ten. <clears throat> so what do you think, Neff? What what number or what letter rather was uh, was the dominant one for you? B. Uh, is there a second place one? Uh, there's a tie. Nice, but B was your was your dominant, Stephen. Uh, B was my dominant one, and A was second place. Pretty close? Uh, three off. Okay, and Jackie, three-way tie. I got um, A, D, and E, and then B was the second place. Okay, so you are loving all over the radar. All right, let's take a look at what the results mean. Uh, Steven, uh, Steven got a, what was it, B? Yeah, B. And, and then, and then Neff also place. got a B. Uh, this actually fits in pretty well for both of you guys, I would think. It means that your dominant love language is quality time. 
that you really enjoy spending time with the people that you love. That that actually explains a lot about both of you guys. I know that Neff really, really likes to hang out. Like he really enjoys spending time with people. And Steven loves hanging out with people so much that it's a, a crippling fear that we make fun of him for. We call it FOMO, uh, yeah. which stands for fear of missing out. Steven will, he will absolutely hamstring himself to not miss out on where all the well, people I got are. left out a lot when I was younger of stuff and people would rub it in my face. Aww. That's where that comes from. Aww. Yeah, my hey. friends, my friends, uh, when I was a teenager before I started coming to church, when they would do something like without me, they would let me know how much, they purposely let me know how much fun they had when I wasn't there. Church. And like tell me about how awesome it was and what they did and all that stuff. Well, so you got a little aerial complex. Sure. I want to be <laughs> where the people Aww. are. Uh, well, we, we tease you about it, but we love it when you're around. And uh, Jackie, you got A, D, and E. Yep. That is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. You like being told, a girl, that you're great, you're wonderful, we love you. Acts of service. You like it when people do things for you. And <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't sound bad at all. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, none of these are bad. None of these are like, you know, there's not a failing grade. Well, aren't these also like... It's how you like receive love, but also how you give love. Correct. Yeah. Okay, in cool. a lot of ways. Now you, I don't feel as bad. And then physical touch. Uh, and now Jackie, who studied massage, uh, I can <laughs> I can understand why that would be something that would be particularly fond for you. It's nice. It, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, that's that's really good. I, I I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, words of affirmation is uh, is a big one. You know, everybody likes to be told that they're that they're great yeah, quality that was time. My second place yeah. one. And I, I I know that about about you too, Stephen. Quality time is good. Receiving gifts. Uh, nobody get nobody hit on C. Nobody likes nobody materialistic. Yeah. Well, my, mine was like my, relatively like evenly spread out. My, like. Mine goes B, A, E, C, and then D was the least for me. Oh. It's an interesting thing because, yeah, like, like you said, the, 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 the love language is not only how you hear love, it's also how you receive love. And it's kind of funny to me that if you think about us all coming together in our Epcot Center of Emotions, you know, we all have different backgrounds, we all have different baggage, we all have different stories, and the things that have contributed into us being who we are uh, are the ways that we bring love to the table. Uh, my dad was really great at showing uh, people love by uh, providing for them, by giving them things. My dad would always be the guy to be like, hey, what do you need? You know, he'd come, let me take care of you, and he'd, he'd give you things. You know, my dad was a great gift giver. My dad still is a great gift giver. And I think because of that, because uh, that I learned how to receive and, and feel very loved by the gift giving process, even now, today, I love getting people gifts. Like, it's a huge thing for me. Um, when I see something and I think about somebody, I love taking somebody out and, like, you know, treating them to some food. Or I love, um, you know, hey, seeing a thing that. and go, oh my goodness, this would be <laughs> great this would be perfect let me pick this up for you or, or something like that um that's that's just something that's really really important to me um you know words of affirmation and and quality time and, and receiving gifts none of these are bad things but they're the ways that we that we speak and it's important for us not only to know how we speak in love but also how the people we care about speak in love like i need to know what my my wife's love language is because to my wife words of affirmation don't mean all that much I could tell her she's wonderful and she's beautiful. She'd be like, "Yeah, I know," and she's cool with it. She doesn't brush her shoulders off. Yeah, she, you know, she's got a pretty healthy grip know, on on who she is. Uh, so, so flattery will get you nowhere with my wife. <clears throat> However, an act of service—if my wife comes home and she comes home to a clean kitchen because. You know, I got there a little early and I washed the dishes and I put everything away. And she walks into that kitchen and it smells lemony fresh and everything is pristine and polished. It's looking pretty good for me. I, I get to be the hero that day. So uh, that that's kind of a cool thing. Now, now this is this is when, I, when we, you know, we don't want to over-spiritualize something, obviously. But 
God gives us the ability to uh, to share love. Love is one of the communicable attributes of God. The communicable attributes of God meaning something that is part of his personality that he shares with us, that we can reflect in our personality. There's certain things about God that are incommunicable. There's certain things that we can't adapt, like omnipotence. We can't do everything. Omnipresence. We can't be everywhere. We, we'd be way better at our jobs if we could be. You know, I'd be a way better youth pastor if I could be everywhere at once, but we can't be. Uh, there are certain things about God that we just can, we can emulate, but we cannot aspire to. But God has given us the ability to love, to, to long for love, to desire love, to give and share love with us. It's something that maybe our version is not as whole and as, as complete as his. Um, I call it the dollar store knockoff version of God's love, but we can still love one another. E even Jesus says it himself, he's like, look, if a father knows how to give good gifts to his son, how much more? You know, no, nobody, nobody asks their father for a fish, and he gives him a scorpion. Nobody asks their father for bread and he gives him a rock. So uh, if, if we can give dollar store knockoff love, how much greater is God's love? So how is that love translated to us? What What is God's love language? What do you, what do you think? Uh, I don't want to jump the gun too quickly, but the first thing that came to my mind was, I mean, he died for us. I mean, that's the, the ultimate, I mean, the Bible says greater love has no man than this and he would die for his friends. Yeah, and it, I mean, and, but but how does that how does that work? How does that translate to us? I mean, what, what what does that mean to us? Lots of people die. People die all the time. What makes God's love so special? What makes God's sacrifice more impactful? It's oh, are you gonna answer? No, you can, you can oh, answer. okay. It's so much more like pure. Why so? In, in the sense to where it's like we did absolutely nothing to deserve it. Mm. Like we we don't we don't deserve that at all. Yet he lavishes his love on us like crazy. And like um using my dad for example, he, he really cares like he's got three daughters, um, me being one of them, and he cares very deeply for us and he does his best to provide for us in any way that he can and um, recently some things came up and he was just like, yeah, kiddo, like I got this. And to me, it just kind of floored me. Cause it's like, what, what did I do? Like, I mean, I know I'm your daughter, but like, other than that, like, I don't get to see you all that much, but you're doing all this stuff for me. And I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it, but I just don't feel like I deserve it. And then it kind of made me think of like, well, what about God's love? God's love as much as my dad cares for me, my my earthly father, how much more does my heavenly father care for me and provide for me? Like, it was just one of those things, like, I, my mind was blown a little bit because I was thinking about it, and I was like, God's love is just so much better than any love we could ever have. And I think that, you know, when you know we all search for love. We all long for love. When we're young people, we don't want to be lonely. We want to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. We want to have someone that we can hold hands with and smooch with or whatever the things that the young people want, you know. We, we want to have someone that can be our, our BFF. We want to have someone uh, back in the day, you know, to be number one on our MySpace top eight. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we, uh, uh, yeah. we, uh, I man, kept Tom there to speak. Yeah, you got to kick Tom to the curb. Quick. No, yeah, Tom was gone. But we... But we, we, you know, we long for that companionship. I mean, the first thing that ever happened in this world was uh, that was bad, that wasn't good, was loneliness, mm -hmm. uh, because we are we're born to be in relationships. But when we when we see the kind of love that God gives to us, um, it, it transcends romantic love. It goes right past you know flowers and and hearts and and handholding, and it goes straight to the kind of love that. Uh, <clears throat> 
when I when I when my son was born, it, it was like at that moment when I'm holding this person in my hands that could never do anything. I knew at that moment he could never do anything that that would be wrong. I mean, it would just be wonderful, and and I would love him forever, and I would immediately lay my life down. Uh, you don't understand what the idea of a selfless love is until you hold your child and you say, "This is it." And all of a sudden, every sermon you've ever heard comes back to your mind, and you go, "I get it now." You know, like it, like all of a sudden, it just becomes uh, it becomes alive to you um, of all the ways that God could reveal Himself to us uh, as a lion, as as the thunder and the lightning, as a pillar of fire. Uh, God chooses to reveal himself in his most intimate way to us as a father. And and that's a great love. It's a tremendous love. So, you know, I know we're talking about romantic love and we, we could go down the list of the types of love that there are, agape and, and filio, you know, like there, there there's the, you know, ahava. <laughs> <laughs> eros. <laughs> yeah, eros. You know, we, we have the, the different kinds of love, but but ultimately love is the kind of thing that, you, that means you put somebody else before yourself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if it's brotherly love, it means that Neff, if you and I are at Bella Italia and there's one slice of pizza left, you get the slice of pizza. No, man, I love you. You have the slice of no, pizza. No, man, I love you. You get the Fine, slice of pizza. Fine, I'll take the slice. I'll take slice. the slice of pizza. <laughs> <Shoo>. <laughs> That's love, right? Uh, and, and and if we're in a relationship with somebody, it means that you know we don't we we don't seek after our own selfish ambition. We don't seek after the things that we want. We don't we don't manipulate people. We're not uh, attention grabbers. We don't we don't hold on to uh, the mistakes that other people made so that we can have the pleasure of the power of being right while they're wrong. We forgive and and we we serve one another. I mean, Jesus showed us in John chapter thirteen. You know, look, if you want to be part of what this is all about, you've got to get down and you got to wash each other's feet. That was love. That was humility. That was service. And uh, and that's really what Jesus is all about. You know, First Corinthians chapter thirteen, the the love passage. Somebody somebody read that real quick. I know you know those verses. I got it. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith. It's always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. So hopefully that gives you a little bit of an encouragement. You know, if you feel alone or if you feel lonely, just remember this, that the love that we share in each other uh, whether it's you know brotherly love, just the love of friendship, the love that we share in each other, if it's romantic love, all of these things are ultimately perfected and fully realized in the love that God gives to us. So uh, I want to encourage you this Valentine's Day, this Valentine's week, um, take some time to spend it with the one who loves you so much that he would rather die than live without you, and that is Christ Jesus. So uh, final words, final thoughts? I love God. Whoa. I love you all passionately. Very good. Very, very good. All right. Well, guys, uh, that brings us to the end of the first half of episode 15. Uh, We're going to be coming back uh, next week with the second half of episode 15, where we will once again have a special guest, and uh, we were going to be enjoying an all-play episode. It's kind of the Mario Party of podcasts, and uh, we invite you to come along, play with us, and have a great time. We are so glad to have had you with us tonight, Miss Jackie the captain my uh, my captain so thank you for for honoring us with your presence tonight thank you Jackie. for having me we uh we just want to let you know from the nerd of godcast that we love you, you. a bushel you. and a peck <laughs> what yeah okay that's what old people say <laughs> oh okay no my mind went to god is that like the bushel like they ruffle the hair and then 
against your head, or I don't. A bushel is like a big basket. Oh. A basket. Oh, a basket. You still basket. You still big it's Easter basket. That was ten years ago. I'm sorry, Tony. No, this is wonderful. This is lively conversation. The whole whole time we were talking about Jesus, I think Neff went to sleep. So, any any chance to 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 giggle about a bushel? So since we are talking about love tonight, uh, I wanted to go through and just kind of make uh, maybe a top 10 list or uh, round the horn. Everybody kind of give your top answers. And I want to see what your thoughts are on the top. We'll, we'll go top three just to make it move quickly. Your top three nerdy class couples, whether it be from some sort of uh, video game, some movie, comic book, any form of media, your nerdy class couples. Uh, we're going to go around the horn and we're going to start with the lovely Jackie. Yeah. Okay, first of all, obviously, Link and Zelda. Now, are they a couple? They are in my heart. <laughs> They're brother and sister. They're, it's all you, you shut your mouth. It's like not Star Wars. They got precariously <laughs> close in Skyward Sword. They did. Oh, my God. Skyward Sword's my favorite. Okay, so so Link and Zelda. Are we going to let that pass as a couple then? You better. I, I guess. I feel like they're a lot closer than to, Mario but and they're Peach. Not- well, yeah, no. Mario got a kiss though. Like Link has Mario. gotten. Yeah, Here, let's someone... send you back in time to <laughs> freaking term rescue me, Dave. <laughs> Look at the evil moon. It's coming for you, Link. Three you days. got three days. <laughs> three days. Yeah. I don't know. I want. I want to, but they're not like couple couple. They're like, oh, when they grow up, they could be a couple. I ship it. You, you are ship we doing it? shipped? Ship are we doing shipped couples or actual couples? Let's 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 say ship, meaning that they're in a relationship. All right, so so we we ship. Link and Zelda. All right, I'll, I'll give that one the stamp of approval. Look, they've been together for like thirty years. Yeah, we'll go ahead. Well. We'll give them a pass. All right. All right. All right. So that that's that's your one. Give us uh, give us another one. Jim and Pam. Okay, I don't yeah. know how nerdy that is. is. That, I mean, I don't know. But I'm gonna give it a pass. I I'm mean, gonna, I will say it's not really nerdy. But like, I, it's, I, I it's love not, it so it's much. Not video game nerdy, I, I lo- but like I'll it's, allow it's it. TV show nerdy. We do. We rooted for Jim and Pam. Yes. Oh, I'm rooting hard for that episode two. Oh my gosh. You know anybody anybody that's that good at playing Flonkerton together? Um, just just anybody that's good at playing a non like they're not together in their life and it bothers me a little bit because I want I want John Krasinski <laughs> no, yeah, that, that, and Jenna that, that Fisher, broke, but John Krasinski loves Emily Blunt way too much. It's ridiculous. It broke my heart. How do you bit. know that? Because there was an article about it the other day. Like he just won't stop talking about how much he loves his wife. Stephen takes pictures. Stephen's a paparazzi was, stalker. Was like an interview that he gave. Him. So Jackie, who's who's your third one then? Not say you couldn't do TV oh, shows. Okay. Office was not necessarily Let's try to keep show. it nerdy. If you say Ross and Rachel, I'm going to throw something oh, at you. No, oh, no. I was, was going to go for Parks and Rec, Leslie and Ben. Leslie and Ben. Okay, Ben, ben is, is a giant ben is nerd. I mean, he, oh, my God. The, look, the cones of Dunshire oh, alone. Wait, wait. You're not going to go ben. with Andy and April? No, <laughs> no, no I'm no. going Leslie with and Leslie ben. and Ben. I have a guy. I got to go. Look, because, yes. Leslie and Ben. Now, I saw I saw pictures from a comic book convention or something where they actually played the Cones of Dunshire. They, yes. they made it a playable game. Uh, we we like just, Ben. I love Ben White. He's he, so precious. He's a nerd. I, I love the quote. It's um, Aziz Ansari saying like, man, I bet nerdy things really excite you, don't they? <laughs> like, just it's it's wonderful. Is that Adam Scott's character? Yeah. yeah I, and I, I love I love that Scott moment when he's like, you see, but, you know, nerd culture is, is back in the zeitgeist. And it's like, see, yeah, say something like that. He's, he's such, he's such <laughs> a dork. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, that's great. He's He, he speaks for us. Yes. Uh, all right, Stephen, give, give me your uh, give me your three nerd couples. Oh. If you're not ready, I can go to Neff. I go to Neff. I all need right, some Neff, more time. Neff, to you seemed like listen. you were chomping. Right. I got, okay, my... Uh, so I get to do all three right now? Why not? All right. Well, I'm going to throw out an obvious one. Green Lantern and Carol Ferris. 
Green Lantern and Carol. I, I know. I, I, they're Hal not, Jordan. Uh, well, obviously not Kyle Rayner. <laughs> no. uh, his girlfriend He's is leftovers. Yeah. Indeed. Uh huh. So so why why Carol Ferris? Uh, because they grew up together. But didn't she turn into like a villain or something like that? Yeah, but it wasn't her. Fu- it's it's the ring. It's not her fault. Then again, Hal Jordan turned into a villain too. Parallax. Yeah. I remember. I remember. Yeah, I know. You remember? Destroyed a whole city. Yeah. But it's it's a it's kind of like a forbidden love because they really love each other, and they they date they've had on and off relationship, but because of the star sapphire, they can't really be together, which is the thing that controls Carol whenever it you know. Attaches oh, ob- obviously, yeah. So it's kind of a sad relationship, but it's like you. This can tell is Neff really... getting his revenge for Marvel Comics trivia last <laughs> they week. Really, they really care about each other. So, well, but so you went straight to to Green Lantern. Why, why wouldn't you go with maybe the more obvious, like Superman, Lois Lane? I don't know. Man. Too That's... vanilla, or, or Batman. <laughs> so we're Too Batman. MC Hammer. Too MC Hammer. Instead of vanilla. I got you. Uh, uh, my not my. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> mm, I don't know if I have. Give me a couple more. All right. Uh, well, my number one of all time would definitely be uh, Wesley and Buttercup. Yes! That's a good one. No, I'm, 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 I'm. As you wish. <laughs> hey, that's what I was going to say. You let him go first. You, uh, you conceded. You're right. Sucks to suck. That's, uh, my, that's my go-to. That's, that's the Well, jam. I veto that just to number one anyway. Like, yeah. once we get everything together. That's just it? That's, that's just number one. Man, I don't think, I I don't think veto one. means what you think it means. I know. I misspoke. <laughs> I push it. I pass it on. I give my seal of approval. All right. So we got Wesley and Buttercup. We have Green Lantern for some reason. And give me another one. Annabelle Lee and Edgar Allan Poe? What? <laughs> I'm so lost right now. Oh, uh, no. Do you have another one, or are you just stalling? Stalling. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to you. Steven? Uh, Neff stole mine number one, so I gotta think of another one now. Oh, Neff is raising his hand. How about the ship? On ship our audio somebody. podcast. The ship somebody. Make it happen. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. Go. Okay, alright. I'll accept that one. The, the ultimate uh, supernatural will it, won't it. You know, will they, won't they. Very good. Uh, yeah, I'll take, that I'll take the mold like out, Scully. Like that That's good. All right. The truth is out there. All right, Steven, your three. My three. Uh, first one is just like a weird one that I just really like is Joker and Harley Quinn. That is a messed up it's relationship. Messed up it is. One. It right. is. Relationship. Well, I mean, I like it because there was an, an issue I read by... Uh, Brian Azzarello? Really? Am I completely really? Am I completely misspoke? No, you're going you're going straight to the all of the R-rated comments. Oh, huh? I just remember a scene in that one where like Joker is like the only person Joker's ever opened up to was Harley Quinn. Like Joker like breaks down and like cries and like in front of her. Like he opens himself. That's the one person he can be not crazy around. I don't know. Sense. I've seen him try to kill Harley way too many that's times true. for me to feel real he, good he about was, them. He was super angry that she was the only one who could kill Batman, or the only guy that close enough to kill him, and didn't. And he was really really ticked off yeah. about that. I don't know if they have couples counseling sessions at Arkham, but uh I mean I can switch I can switch it out for somebody else. No, no, no. This, that, this that's that's yours. You you committed. Go for it. Keep What's number 2? Number 2 is uh uh the Doctor and Rose. I ship that one. Yes. That one hurt. Rose that, Tyler yeah. I. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was that was a tough one. Yeah. Well, can we My heart still hurts. Sorry, go ahead with the last one cuz I have a side one. You can't do a side you one. You got your three. three. You did your three. You wasted it on Green Lantern. Just so you know, Joker and Harley Quinn had to add in there at the last minute because he took Buttercup and Wesley. First off, hey, any time you're in a relationship with a man and a woman and he's wearing the the nicer ring, something's already upside down. Ooh. Real talk. 
And then for me, my number one is uh, Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger. Yes! <laughs> what was your number two? My number two was Doctor and Rose. Oh, yeah, that's real. Wesley yeah. and Buttercup was also on there, so I had to put Joker and Harley Quinn like in there Donna quickly. Did. That's why I can change that one up. What do <laughs> you say? Just like Donna did. Uh, that, that still breaks my heart, too. Dang. All right, so tell us your number one. Is uh, Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger. Uh, yeah? Yeah. Super cute. Like, well, they named like their daughter Rose. Oh, it was full circle. Yeah. Full circle. Movies. Well, speaking of Rose, I'm going to go Sonic the Hedgehog and Amy Rose. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, all right, I actually had a, a kind of an extensive list here. I had to, I had, man, I really had to whittle it down. Um, here's the obvious one, and I don't know that why anybody hasn't said it. Han Solo and, and Leia Organa. Yeah. I, I would have, I, I was going to say that. I mean, that. that's the layup. That, yeah, that was, I didn't put that one there because it was too easy and because... I don't want to say I mean, anymore. But. Mine are the big. I, I mean, I I did the broad strokes just because I didn't know what you guys were gonna bring. Yeah. Um. But I, I would have assumed somebody would have done an Arwen and Aragorn. <gasps> oh, why didn't I? Now think I'm so of that? angry Okay, at take out Joker and Harley Quinn and put that yeah. one. Or, or Sam and Frodo for you, Stephen. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know that. Sam I don't get that. That's from Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah. I haven't seen any of those. Well, Wait, that's really? your own your fault. fault. It's been you're out. grounded. The last one came out like ten years ago. I do think came out ten years ago. Okay, Enjoy. you can borrow go, it. Go, the Hobbit's good too. Seriously, buy it. Ser- go do something Dude, with it. Dude, it's not man. that expensive. Yeah, go buy it and get it on DVD for like you $3. don't have to buy it. Pay your producer. Um, <laughs> here's here's a little bit one, one that's a little bit of a reach. Uh, Zoe and Wash from yes. Firefly. Yes, great one. Nope. Still nope. I didn't see that yet. I don't oh, watch. Okay, that. then, then yeah, we won't we won't talk about that one. Then we'll Sorry, move, move right along. That's okay. Um, here's one that I like, and I like it mostly because my wife likes it. Oh. Tony and Pepper. Oh, yes! Yeah. That's a nice one. That scene. Oh, why am I? Th- I'm thinking of too many now. That I the scene in the Avengers when he tries to call her as he goes up to the wormhole. Oh my gosh! Oh. And she misses Tears. the call. It's Tears. In your phone. Because she was too busy watching the TV. Oh my if, gosh! If anybody ever, and I'm not hating on Ultron, but if anybody ever wants to put Age of Ultron on the same shelf as the original Avengers, that scene packs more emotional punch than the entire phase one of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Because yeah. he and, knows and, he, like, in his mind, he's going to die and the last person he wants to talk to is oh, oh. Jackie. Oh. Jackie's crying. Tears. Steve and Peggy. Listen, I don't oh, want, I, like, okay, okay, listen. Oh, that one pissed your wife off. <laughs> that one made me Dude, <laughs> when we were done watching Dude. Captain America the First Avenger, my wife was like, that's a she bunch of angry. crap. She yeah. was mad. Okay. She was mad. And the same thing happened in Thor. When yeah. he just left at the end of Thor, uh, she was that's mad. That's really irritating. No, okay, so I did to. I did. I did a thing to where like my um, wife desperately needs a happy ending. Like <laughs> I, I started my own little tradition to where every Fourth of July I will watch the Captain America movies, which right now is just two of them. But um, <laughs> soon to be three. I'm gonna watch <laughs> all of them. Three. Yeah, I'm starting with this year. There's <laughs> the one you can watch the one from the '90s. And yeah. Your, yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, so like I remember watching it this past Fourth of July and then just getting to that end bit and I just started bawling. I was like, Peggy, no. And then we have Agent Carter now, which is awesome. We love Peggy Carter. In the, in the Peggy comics, Carter yeah. is so great. Here's a here here's another one. Wally and Eve. Yeah, Wally that's cute. Wally. That's a good one. Um, I got another one if you don't say it. Oh no, I got I got him. I got him. So you, 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 you did your three. Your, your moment your, your moment is over. Perhaps the most romantic of all, and a couple that desperately seems like they're cut from the same cloth. Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man. Oh my gosh. Oh, I thought you were going oh somewhere gosh. else. <laughs> it's as if Miss Pac-Man is just Pac-Man with a bow on his head. Listen. Waka, waka, waka. There's more to it than that, all right? Different fruits, man. Different fruits. Different I know that I, you were quoting Wayne's World there, were you not? What's the difference between Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man, really? I, I don't think like, she's, she's got a bow on her head. 
I did not know that. Okay. Um, this is this is one that again I guess I will have to air quotes ship it, uh, but this it's not spoken to be so romantic, but it's a relationship that's built so much on trust, and it's beautiful and sweet and sincere and believable, and that is uh, Aiko and Yorda. I knew as soon as you started saying it, Did you? exactly what you were going to say. And I know that very few people have played this game or remember this game, but if you have not had a chance to play, you should get it right now. They have it on PS3, uh, the Ico and Shadow of the Colossus collection. That's a sequel, you can right? even get it. You can even get it. No, they're not sequels. They're, they're not. They, they exist separate from one another, not the same characters. Uh, but uh, definitely amazing games, but the relationship between Ico or Ico, if you prefer, and Yorda is uh, really, really stunning and beautiful and haunting, and it will stay with you for a very long, long time. Um, this is one, though, and, you know, you can go down the list of your, your superhero, you know, Peter Parker, Mary Jane. I prefer the Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy myself, yeah. Yeah. but uh, be that as it may. Um, You've hit the jackpot type. Thank you, uh, Superman. You know Clark Kent, Lois Lane. Hey, well, you know we got on the list of the superhero ones. Just, Wait, I, I don't want to do about a that. Mary out Jane's with that kind one. of arrogant when she says that. You've just hit the jackpot. Tiger. Well, that was her whole thing, but she came from an abusive background. Oh, she yeah. put that up as a front to you know to, to mask some of her that. own problems. But later on, Gwen Stacy traveled to Europe, got into a, a licentious relationship with Norman Osborn, and became pregnant with his uh, mutagenic child. Nice. So Harry. Oh, I don't so that. so much. Uh, <laughs> no, not Harry. But yeah, that, that, they wrote a bunch of stuff in there. That's why Spider-Man is like one of my favorite characters but one of the most difficult characters for me to read for any extended period of time because oh, okay. it's just that they only go so long before they say now let's make him a clone or whatever and, and it's in so the comics Gwen Stacy is not, not even romantically involved with Peter but so I've got control as well I'm going to uh, I'm going to put it down on this one uh, as far as video game romantic characters I don't know that a lot of video games have been able to do it quite as well as this but it is a string of video games, starting with Final Fantasy VII, uh, Cloud, and and you can there there's sort of a triangle there, but Cloud and Eris, there's there's a wonderful sensitivity between them. Uh, I think it was perfected in uh, Final Fantasy VIII with uh, with Squall and Rinoa, which was a wonderful wonderful love story. Uh, but as much as they perfected it in that. They totally nailed it straight into my heart, drove it right through the core of my soul in Final Fantasy X with Titus and Yuna uh, to the point that I stood in my living room when that game was over with tears streaming down my face because it was just such a beautiful love story and a wonderful end. And if you haven't played that game, go out and get the HD collection available now for PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation Vita. You on PlayStation 3? Uh, maybe not on play. Yeah, you can get on the. I think you can get it on PlayStation Three. I might have to get that. Or just go get a big boy video game system and play real games. I will. Final Fantasy uh, X is just delightful. It's even worth enduring Ten Two, uh, which is all about the characters from Ten becoming crazy cosplaying K-pop stars, J-pop stars, just to uh, to get the good happy ending. But an amazing set of games, a wonderful love story. Uh, if there's somebody that we missed, best nerd couples, please let us know, tweet to us, and uh, tell us who it is that you would vote for the greatest nerdy class couple. Uh, so we can celebrate Valentine's by honoring all of the best. For the Nerd of God cast and producer Steve-O. Of Vida-Zane. Big man Quentin Gregory Neff. Be excellent to each other. The lovely Captain Jack. Bye. And my name is Tony T. Until next time, we, we ain't, ain't gotta go. go.
Sorry. Oh, I, was, I, I forgot. I forgot. Wait, I forgot for a second. Wait, I forgot. Welcome to Dish. You're fired. I'm sorry. We say we <laughs> instead of I. You. What? He's trying to say goodbye. <laughs> He's mad at me. <laughs> I love you, Tony. I love you, Tony. I love you more than both of them. No, that's a lie. No, it's not. I I love all of my little ducklings. Yes. <laughs> and my big ones too. What kind of duck noise was that? This is like choking duck. That was fun. We ain't gotta go home, but, but we can't stay here. I hate you all. I love you. Shut Peace up. out. <laughs> Hey guys, guys, I'm here now. Class is done. Are you, are you in here, guys? Tony, Def. I, I think they're gone. I'm. I'm gonna go. Night, guys.